gentle persons welcome to the first and 15th podcast that's right we are back in podcast form we being myself capitalist media and phil Carute, or as i like to call us the medium capitalist media and the strangely extra large phil Carute. but we might get to that in a little bit and i'm talking to be clear t-shirt size so let's not get too excited 3.0 you might want to call this because we were a podcast once we were a live cast uh, just right up until now and then back to podcasting and so first of all thank you thank because you because you are handling the 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 1.0 podcast the first audio endeavoring was myself handling the behind the scenes operation and just to give you proper credit for this 3.0 incarnation thank you for handling all that because after this instead of downloading uploading editing uh whatever i am going to take a nap (laughs) while you do that well that doesn't surprise me but yeah i'm sure you took a nap before you did the editing and stuff anyway before and I use the term editing very loosely, to be honest. It's, it's more like blocks of sound plugged in like a, like a puzzle, yeah. except a puzzle isn't even doing it justice. Imagine a puzzle, but every piece is square and it doesn't really matter where you put them. Kind of like a, somebody that's not great at Tetris. It's, it's like very low level Tetris, yes. Yes. And you can't lose. So, and nothing is forever because you could also edit it after it's live. It's an interesting program. You'll find out. Anyway, uh, let me say now, comedycigarsmusic.com, capwoods.xyz. You can find out more about each of us there. So the podcast format, and it's funny because we are looking at each other now. We are. We're looking so at each other to, in each other's eyes and we can't actually feel each other looking at each other's eyes. Like we're not standing if, across the mall from each other or anything like if, that. If you notice though, I'm not fully engaging. I'm looking down and, <laughs> and, and that is me uh, using a little bit of a psych gag, if you will, on again, a podcast. So it's going to take a little bit, you know, it'll be all right. And then, Hey, the other interesting thing about how we're doing it this time too, is the, Version 1.0 was through Kapowitz Radio, Kapowitz Media. Version 2 was through my Instagram Live, sometimes your Instagram Live. Now, 1st and 15th, all on its own. Yeah. Well, that, that's true because it's not really flying under the banner of Comedy Cigars Music. Mm-mm. It's right. just it's, it's standing on its own. So, so in a way, we could bullshit spin this, Phil, into like, well... This is a project that we've begun together that's obviously able to now stand on its own feet. Right. We've, right. we've, got, the, we've got the funding. We've got the support behind it. We've done ample GoFundMes, uh, ample mm. Kickstarters, uh, ample uh, whatever else. What is it? Indiegogos. We had Indiegogos. Indiegogos yeah. That, uh, went, that went very well. A, a bake um, sale. A bake sale or two. The Patreon that we also don't have that's popping. Yes. So uh, there's nothing like making extra content for $2 a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it, it, it's, re- it's really good. 
yeah we've talked about we've talked about patreon before just you and i don't know if we've ever talked about on the show but yeah just people begging for extra content like you said two dollars extra a month for you to spend three hours so they can watch you walk through a store yeah i don't get the internet i don't either so i tried to crack it but i've 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 failed so far so it's funny i do a daily podcast caplets today <coughs> sorry daily podcast capitalist today and uh i'm always like looking at what works how many people listen to this what was the content when they listened to it the number was less than usual what was it the content you know the numbers the statistics the listenership was more than usual what was the content so i did a show about how to fix a plugged cigar okay yep and it was supposed to be the first in a series of kind of like troubleshooting advice yeah your cigar 101 attempt yeah right right attempt thank you and uh, i quickly aborted that mission right okay and as in real time i'm looking at recording new content in lieu of in place of what I said I was going to do, you know, so, so while I'm reviewing a Sherlock Holmes movie from 1983, when I told people in that time slot in that show, I would be talking about like canoeing or tunneling. Yeah. Yep. I'm also in the back end looking at my numbers and that plugged cigar show, how to fix a plugged cigar. The numbers keep going up. That's one of my most recent two shows as of late. <laughs> you know, you reminded me of when you abandoned. So, so I'm ignoring. So I'm ignoring. Sorry. So, so, so to make it clear and succinct, I'm watching the numbers go up on the first installment of a series that I promised my listeners, and then I'm backing out of doing the series that I promised my listeners at the same time. Right. So. I yeah, feel yeah. like I owe someone an apology, but it might be myself. Yeah, it's like your motto is don't give the people what they want. It really is. It actually <laughs> really is. You know what that reminded me of your cigar 101 thing? You started, so you started out and you did the plug cigar. And then I think the rest of that week, because I listen to your today show every day, the rest of that week you're talking about how you might get back to that. And yeah, then, I might. I might. And, and then, this is just a, a brief deviation. I apologize, but yeah. Wednesday we're going to knock this out of the park. Yeah. And then by Wednesday or Thursday, you had just, it kind of reminded me of a substitute teacher that goes into a class and thinks, like, I'm going to show these kids the one day I have, I'm going to show, show them this real cool slick technique. And then halfway through the class, you're like, nope, that, yeah. they don't deserve it. They don't deserve yeah. the slick technique I got. I'm going to save that. Yeah. Fuck it. Here's a coloring book. Yeah, color by numbers, uh, freshman right. class in, in Algebra 2. Right, exactly. And, and <laughs> I just, so, and I've talked about this before, and I've been clear about it. We don't have to get bogged down in it very much. But why do people, Phil, speaking of, we could wrap this into not understanding the internet. Why do people need to hear how they should be smoking a cigar from several different people? talking to them through their phones and computers. Why can't they just go get a cigar and learn how to smoke? Or why, why did why do they a 
need somebody to teach them and B need several people to teach them. Correct. Like I've watched like who, like these people watch eight different YouTube people, eight different bloggers. They read them, listen to eight different shows about like how to unplug a plugged cigar. And here's, here's, here's a spoiler alert in case you're one of those people that haven't yet. They all say the same thing. Exactly. Even I said the same thing, except I relied more heavily on pitching the thing, I believe, than the typical. Yeah, which I respected that, actually. That's what I do. Yeah. If, if, if you have a Robusto and you're taking three hours trying to figure out problems, you've already wasted two hours and 45 minutes. Because at the end of the day, cigar smoking isn't supposed to be about troubleshooting. No. It's supposed to be a leisurely activity. And the second it's not, maybe do something else. Maybe crack a book open and turn the TV on right. if you have some time to chill out, especially if what you popped on. I mean, and then there's always the outliers of like, well, I, I spent 30 bucks for this thing. I'm going to get my money's worth, you know, right. It's kind of between you and God at that point. But it's a, I kind of feel like that's a $30 lesson learned. And really, Thank God you should be saying, I, I just popped on a $30 cigar. I must be doing something right or something wrong that hasn't been uh, raising any of the attention yet that it so desperately deserves. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's something we talk about all the time behind the scenes, like what people want as far as content and yeah. what people like as far as content, because their wants and their likes don't always seem to be in alignment. And you know what? I've proved to myself that it doesn't freaking matter because even if I knew I wouldn't do it because I kind of know now and I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to follow your heart. You got to follow your heart in, in what we do, which is very much driven by passion. So I don't know. I can't talk past that. That That's all I got on there. Okay. You follow your heart. I don't yeah. Follow your heart. I did see something interesting on Twitter today that I thought oh, of. Twitter is actually, a good spot for interesting things that I actually yeah, thought so. about bringing up today. And then I forgot when we were talking about it, but so this guy, <clears throat> this guy posts a picture <clears throat> that's obviously not his picture and you can like it and you can comment on it, but you can't retweet it. So he won't allow you to retweet a picture he stole from somebody else. Like, what do you mean? Not like you could block, you could block retweets on Twitter or he just yeah. asked you not to. Yeah. You can block people from retweeting something. I did not know that. Yeah. So this guy is like the gatekeeper of stolen pictures. He can steal them, but once he posts them, nobody else can steal it. Why would that be? I don't know. What was the picture? You know, I don't even remember. I just remember it obviously wasn't him. And then I just happened to look down and see like, oh, the comment, the like, and he's blocked the retweet. Why, <laughs> why would he have blocked the retweet on a picture that doesn't belong to him? That's very interesting behavior. I'm going to have to look into that, but I probably won't because I think I already mentioned I'm going to be napping in about an hour. Right. But you could probably hear I'm sick. Yeah, but you're getting over it. Because you sounded worse early this it. week, yeah, Ooh. and I don't mean that in a bad way. You just—that's how illness no, works. No, I'm right, right. That—that—that's how the man flu. That's how the man flu goes. But uh, I am proud to say, and this is this is 
acute thing I did, not acute thing, but it's a thing I do. I didn't make my 11-year-old sick. I didn't make the special lady friend sick. Wow. Because you're like a hero. I go into this weird gear. So, you know, in like, you like, in like the shoot 'em up, bang 'em up movies, there's like often this character that's like the fixer. Like they bring him in to like clean up the scene of the crime and to make sure that, you know, everything is doused in bleach or whatever bullshit they use. Harvey, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel from Pol- Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as I get sick, I turn into Harvey Keitel. I am going around sanitizing with wipes the top of the ibuprofen bottle because nobody thinks to do that. Because think of how you use ibuprofen. Right, yeah. Advil, not a sponsor. Think of how you use it. You're sneezing, you're coughing, you're wiping your face, and then you grab the bottle and you do that. Exactly, yeah. You spin it off. You spin the cap off. And uh, nah, that gets hit with freaking Clorox wipes. See, I would never think to do that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not Harvey um, Keitel. I'm telling you, you're not the picture. You're not who people call in and say, hey, Cap, can you come over here? We have a problem. And then I show up. And, and in my half delirious mind, I show up at the door knocking authoritatively. And they let me in. And the guy's freaking out. And I'm like, OK, just stand aside just stand aside i got this and then like some kind of like weird guy richie thing happens as far as montage and music yeah and yeah. i'm cleaning the tops of all the the caps i'm like spraying down with lysol the kitchen countertops it's all close-ups yeah. of your hands too yeah right right it's it's like i'm wearing a gopro actually yeah. at that yeah. point and there's like weird kind of techno kind of house music going on in the background and i'm doing stuff it's like very bass heavy driven thing and um, I'm, I'm doing things like light switches. Right. Light switches are problematic. People think doorknobs. And they're right to think doorknobs. But let's start thinking light switches. Yep. You know, and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell the guy, you know, sit down, calm down, stand back. Let me handle this. Tell me one thing. Talk to me about your faucets. Right. Did you hit those? Yeah. And of course, did the guy did he even think to hit that? The, the answer in, again, my deranged, half delirious mind is him just stammering all over himself. The yeah. faucets. What'd you do about that? Uh, uh, I, uh, you know what? Sit down, I say. And then I go disinfect the faucet. What, what did you do? But what did you do before I got here? Uh, I burned my car. Did anything happen in the car? <laughs> no, no. Well, that's a good start, I say, because I mean, why make him feel bad? Yeah, at that point, he's now he's out of car. Right. I mean, but that's 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 his deal. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody in the whole house got sick. <coughs> which was beautiful. My my and and I don't even know why that is. I've always been good at that. I think like any, I'm so highly neurotic and self aware at the same time that when there's actually a time that rarely comes up where I could have my neuroticism really pay dividends and work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm all over that. I am all, all over that. See, I never get a chance what, to do that. What else that. did you touch? Yeah, right. You got to find out. What did you, you do? Know? Did you breathe on something? Exactly. What did you breathe on directly? Exactly. How far were you from the refrigerator? 
because I got the handles, but that's rookie work. (laughs) Anybody could have got the handles. You didn't call me. You didn't call Cap to fix handles. Yeah. You called me in for stuff, you know. You you called me to throw away. Those movies are so funny. Those movies are so funny. Let's douse everything with bleach because that won't raise any suspicion. You're right. Yeah, because nobody's going to smell that. I just like how the fixers can always get anywhere they need, just like Harvey Keitel. They can get anywhere they need in an insanely minimum amount of time. Because what, did he have like a 20-minute drive? And he's like, I'll be there in five. And he's going. He's driving through neighborhoods. That's that's impossible. No, it's because it's not up to him. <laughs> that's a good point. It's not up to him. How, how does Harvey Keitel know he's not going to get behind like somebody's eighty-one diesel Volkswagen Rabbit? Yeah. How does he know he's not going to run into a wreck on a one-way street? That, how, how does he know? That he, I, I mean, and here's why I'm not really a fixer because I'm lazy and I get distracted. But how is he going to know he's not going to get hungry on the way and go through a drive-through? Exactly. Yeah, he's a, he, the, the fixers account for a lot of stuff they have no control over. Exactly. Well, it's across exactly. town. It's across town in the middle of an airport. I'll be I'll be where you're at in two minutes. And and you cleaned up a crime scene. That's great, but you could still see something happened there. Right. You they know, always like give the them, way they clean it up. You know? They always give them some direction too. Like the people, like right when they leave, they're like, "All your clothes, burn them." Right. And it's always something that's completely inconvenient to do. Like, see all the furniture here? Get it out of here in 10 minutes. Right. All the furniture you just cleaned? Why am I getting rid of it now? Right. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't have much of a criminal mind, though, to be honest with you. So maybe I'm missing something with that. But it just doesn't seem like they do as good as they think they do. Hmm. And maybe that's where I'm better. How, how are the fixers I actually do as well as I think I do? Because is my 11 year old sick? Nope. Yeah. You know what you ought to do? You ought to see how much they make because the fixers always seem to make more than the hitmen. The hitmen are like always just struggling along in like a crappy apartment, but they got a bank account with like millions and millions of dollars that they never spend. And the yeah, fixers because they are can. like, they right. probably don't even have a bank account. You can't put that in a bank. What do you do? They have like a little, like a shoebox under their bed. Yeah. Or just a lockbox that they just put it in. So you can't, you don't have to account for any of it. Right. But it's like the fixer, they're always driving like these awesome cars or dressed. They got a pinky ring. They're all out and about, but the hitmen got to live like they're just barely making it. For a little bit of time, Phil, I was enchanted by the idea of pinky rings. I'm sorry. They do make a statement. And what I came to the conclusion of is they make an eerily similar statement to pinky rings to the, at first blush, completely unconnected mustache. In what when way? You see, <clears throat> well, let's, let's draw up a character profile. Okay. First, let's drop two for the sake of argument. First, let's drop the character profile of a mustachioed man. Done. Got it. I'm not necessarily talking hipster. I'm talking an unironic mustachioed man. 
I'm talking like an like an Andy Reid. Okay. As a football coach, okay. or was. Um, what do you think of a guy like that? I don't know. <clears throat> he's a. I don't know. He's a guy okay. with a mustache. He's a guy with a mustache. Let, let, let me help you. Let me help you. Okay. Again, for the sake of argument, we're still talking about two different people. Yes. What do you think of a guy that wears a pinky ring? I feel like he has his pinky out a lot. Well, yeah. And I like, wonder, I think is it, that, like, yeah, is I that think a it, thing just because you have something on it or because you're showing it? Because they do hold the finger different. I think it's because you're ring. showing it. You're trying to show it. So you're constantly like, you know, you Fancy. got that pinky out there. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I notice they put the other pinky out, even if there's not a ring on that pinky, though, too. Well, people do prefer a sense of symmetry. So there is where the similarities are, and I'm thinking off the top of my head is there's a same take on machismo between the two. Okay. Okay. And that same take on machismo is very much, and again, I'm speaking when done unironically, it's very much uh, when you, okay, so we're both guys and guys inevitably stop wearing different clothes at a certain time most guys yes okay so uh, aside from the fashion plates sure you know you kind of get locked in as a guy with your stuff and hey this member's only jacket doesn't even have a rip in it i'm still wearing this baby yeah you know for instance so that's i think a little bit of what happens to the mustachioed individual as well as I like to, I like to say mustachioed individual because I, I, I gender neutral that. So it could be either a guy or a Sicilian woman over the age of 40. <laughs> yeah, right. But they strike me as the same individual. They do the same things. Not, neither one, uh, they both have a certain amount of wealth but they both don't like to spend money. And that, they, the they both... individual and the person with the ring, a pinky ring. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I think, I think of the pinky ring guys is they can't spend enough money. You see, that, that's the thing. They've probably already spent their money. <laughs> the last, the last bit of money they had, they spent on the pinky ring to go with their suit. And everything else that was with it. And they yeah. still have the suit hanging in their closet. And if they have to go anywhere that requires their suit, they're wearing that suit from 1993. Right, exactly. You know, so, okay, so let's fine tune this a little bit. At a certain age, those guys blend together. In middle age, those guys blend together. Yeah, the because now... The guy with the pinky ring. Yeah, And because... maybe their money came from different places, you know, but... At that point in time, when you're seeing them sitting together, figure at a, at a cigar lounge, yep. they're very much the same person. They yep. vote the same way. They're disappointed in their children the same way. Uh, they're looking down the road at becoming even more similar. Right. 
Does that is it starting to make sense? Yeah. No, because now outside of the mustache and the pinky ring, they probably share the same exact wardrobe. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. L- lots of Hawaiian shirts. Okay, so <clears throat> I would say possibly lots of Hawaiian shirts or very faded striped old polo shirts that fit that, that they that they tuck in. And they fit snugly around their, their now distended belly. Yes. The distended belly plays a deep role in this. Yeah. Absolutely. Deep role. And their jeans, you could tell, if you wanted to go to the store in 2021 and buy those jeans, you could not. They're not going to be there. No, those, those are like, what are they? They're like Lee relaxed fits from 1992 yeah because that's what new dads got then yeah or newish dads got then you see what i'm talking about do you you follow me on this there's only one of two types of shoes they can wear either white tennis shoes that are a little bit a little bit brown or brown loafers now this is an interesting point in their lives because if they haven't got their first pair of white New Balance mall sneakers right. yet, they either just got them or are about to. Yes. Or that's their next pair of shoes. Or they're holding out they for Christmas. Holding out for Christmas, maybe. So it's a very pivotal point. And then you have those white, and everybody knows what I'm talking about, those white with the blue N New yeah. Balance sneakers with the pinky ring and with the mustache again like the chevron mustache the, the regular just i have hair over yeah. my lip they're not doing anything special with my it. nose they're not pulling it out into an english they're not twisting it up into a handlebar they're not even they trim it too they're not yeah. even growing it down into a, a walrus type thing they just have hair on their upper fucking lip yeah right it's the same guy. Wait a second. I'm not looking at two guys, you say to yourself. You, you walk toward them at the mall because your special lady friend forced you to go to the mall. That's a lie. You know what, Phil? I love malls. I don't mind malls. I really don't. I really like them. I really do. But anyway, these two guys are walking at you. They're both dressed, as we already said. One has a mustache. One has a pinky ring. They come closer. And oh, my God, I was mistaken. It's just one guy. And he has two mortgages. Perhaps that's where the confusion. And he's definitely got glasses too. And the bigger, the bigger glasses. He doesn't wear those like yes. trim slim ones, bigger glasses. Yes. Yes. He has like the squared off aviator type frames. Right. It, not the cool aviators, but like the, the big one. And you could still see, he still has the bifocals. Yeah. You could see the line. And he's had that same type of frame since he, since he was 20, because you know what? These, I know these fit me well. And he's been bald on top for quite a while. Yeah. But he's not going to shave his head. Yeah. And he got to that point in life where all the hair he's lost is all he's ever going to lose. And now it's just this. This is his haircut now. Exactly. Exactly. Same guy. And I, don't, I still don't know if I like that guy or not. We have nothing to talk about. It's not whether I. 
like him or not, but he thinks I'm weird. I think he's cool enough, actually. I talked to him. Maybe he talked to me. I don't know. We could he's, be friends. He's done all kinds is, of is things. Is that our future? Are we like, are, but I, I, I never popped on the pinky ring. Yeah, I can't do the mustache. I mean, I, I can I can actually do the mustache, but I can't do the mustache. I've tried. I, I actually have a little bit of a thing. I like mustaches. First of all, I can't grow. All the center? In, in, on the center. My, what's the name of that little divot over your top lip? I have no idea. The, the, the There's top a name lip, for everything. The top Is lip it button. aglet? I don't know. No, that's the tip of your shoelaces. But anyway, <laughs> which I that guy grow. that guy would know because he used to work in a factory that made those. And he oh, that's another hallmark of this guy. He knows guys. Yes. Except what he means to say is he wants new guys. Yeah, that's what he meant. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nothing nefarious or nothing. It's just like if you if you need a hand with whatever. I know a guy, except like that guy died ten years ago. Yeah. Or 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 that guy moved out of state and retired. He's the type of guy that ago. we've talked about directions before in this show, but he's the type of guy that gives you directions based on people's homes or businesses. Businesses in particular, but businesses that are different businesses now. Yeah. You. It, it's always. It used to be the. You go down, you're going to want to go down to Burger King. Now, that used to be White Castle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you, you know what a shoe repair place used to be? I think it's, uh, he turns to his wife. Was that quickie? Is that what, a quickie loop now? What is, Sal, what is, what is Sal's store now? Yeah. You know, which, of course, Sal's store has been this quickie loop for 20 years. It's not, it didn't just for, become the quickie loop. Or, as would could also be considered a lifetime. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's the same guy, Phil. Am I making sense here? Did I know? No, I'm, I'm completely with you. So it makes sense. Uh, anyway, but it's interesting. I don't even know why we went down that rabbit hole. But oh, to finish up my thoughts about my mustache, I can grow in the middle, right under the middle of my nose. And when I grow a mustache out, it looks like I'm being super weird and fancy because it looks like I trimmed. <laughs> yeah. So that nice little showy split in your mustache. It, right. That, that, that debonair theatrical, almost, you know, yes. Rakish split in the middle. Yeah. Which debonair actually a sponsor of Kaplowitz media. <sighs> yes, sir. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, it is. It's kind of a regret of mine. I would like to know what I look like with a full mustache. Just, just take some uh, magic marker one day. That'll give you an idea. Flesh it in. And the yeah. other thing is, I always have more beard. Let's talk about facial hair, Phil. Let's do that. I, I always have more beard than I mean to have. Believe it or not, I mean, people can't see me now, but people can see me on Instagram. When I'm not screen, when I'm not sharing screenshots of stuff I wrote, I use Instagram in a weird way. You did do. you know you could disable comments? Yes, I did Instagram? know that. I knew that because I tried to comment on something. Yours, I was going to just make a smart alec comment, but I couldn't on that one. Woo! I forget. I forget which one it was. So, yeah, it, I can't. 
I'd rather be clean shaven, but this is like me being clean shaven three days ago. Give or take. Yeah. I can't find it in me to shave my face every day. I can't either. And I wind up with this accidental lazy man's beard, which I mean, I have heard it's sexy. Sure. But it also gets out of control real quick because if I don't shave today, by tomorrow, I'm going to have to hack it down with an electric razor and then shave. You got to do the two-step process, yeah. And at that point, I'm like, fuck it. And then I have like this full curly-haired beard. Have you ever seen my full curly-haired beard? I I believe I have, yeah. It's not good, Phil. See, I, I've, I've figured out a science to mine over the past couple of years or so is I can shave on on Monday and Wednesday, and that, that keeps me looking okay and kind of clean shaven through the whole week. You got going on there. You got a little Just shadow a little there. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I don't, my, mine doesn't grow quite as fast as you're saying yours grows. But I think also is I have I'm, – I'm not pale. I'm, I'm still solidly off-white, I guess is the proper terminology. A bit, uh, although probably now I look jaundiced because I'm surrounded by yellow. No, the lighting's like, good. You look, you look. The lighting is good. Yeah, you look yeah. natural. I look now. Na- you you stopped shy of saying I look good, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but I I think what I do have shows more because it's a paler canvas. That makes sense. So anyway, the, I, I I would love again to have a mustache. But then I wouldn't be that guy. Maybe subconsciously I know it's not in keeping. It would be ironic. Do you feel like it wouldn't be, be the that pinky guy, guy? That's what I was going to say. Do you feel like if you ended up being the mustache guy, would you have to do the pinky or are you just a mustache guy? First of all, you do one, you've done both. It's just if you're wearing a mustache, no pinky ring, you're just the same guy. You forgot to put your pinky ring on. Right. Or the pinky ring is kind of, you know, it's there anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's the, not the, there, the, but it's the, there. The, the pinky ring is at the jewel. The pinky, the pinky ring is understood. Yeah. You know, yeah. similarly to if you don't have the mustache, it's understood if you have the pinky ring. Like, okay, so you see a guy in a pinky ring and somebody asks you to describe him you very well might call him mustachioed even if he wasn't because you so hardly assumed the mustache on account of the pinky ring. Yeah, I could, I could see that mistake happening. I mean, witnesses, they suck. Yeah. You know, so, and, and they don't suck, but their, their interpretation and relaying of events that took place and descriptions are yeah. often flawed. Yeah, they call two and weeks that later. Could be, they call two weeks later and say, you know, the guy that I said, had a mustache maybe he just had a pinky ring which i don't know i don't know how a sketch artist draws changes that they go from a guy and then they got to put the hand up by the guy's face i don't know are they just delete like they they they, they pencil erase the hand or, or the mustache the mustache or? and then they put the hand up by the i would face. have to think it would be easier to add both than take them away it's like measure twice, cut once kind of thing. Yeah, because once people see that face with a mustache, they're just going to keep seeing the face with a mustache, even if you erase it. I got to get on lazy and start shaving more often. 
I don't like it. So here's what I don't. The whole beard movement. Did you, Phil, did we already say we don't get the internet? Yes. I know I haven't said this yet. There are beard influencers. I, I, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I'm aware of this. I had, I had a person ask me, I, I grew a beard for uh, two months for my job. Just that's something we were doing. And I had people approach me asking if I wanted to be in a beard club. Should we discuss homoeroticism? We can. Maybe privately. Okay, that'll work. But uh, no, does beard club for... I, I have oh, a hard time. I, I struggle. I, I, I struggle. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah, we, we, we've, we, we, we've talked about cigar clubs before, and that kind of makes sense. Beard clubs, I really don't understand, because you could honestly have a bad day of shaving, and you're, you're out of the beard club. That's true. What, what, if, what if you get a job, and they're like, welcome aboard, by the way? You can't have a beard down to your belly button. And well, now you in, in your beard club for years, you've been Stu, the guy with the longest beard in our club. And now what, you're going to give that up to Charlie, who barely has it past his neck? You know, after all, after all that work? Yeah. And it's, it's funny to me because the beard is a sign of masculinity. I think people could agree on that. Sure. But then it gets bizarre because... Within this sign, outward sign of masculinity, people start applying fancy lotions and potions, yeah, and blow drying and straightening and preening in a rather, dare I say, feminine manner. Yes, this sign, this display of masculinity. And then they can and have I, a whole side career on how to take care of your beard as though no one's ever used shampoo on their head. YouTube channels, Phil, yeah. of beard influencers describing how they get their beard straight. Mm -hmm. I watched one about this guy that had a, a, a hook in his beard, and this is how he straightened it out. I watched this, Phil. He pulled you in. I watched this. You ever notice the guys that have? Those? I feel like I didn't make me a better person. It probably didn't. Okay. Do you ever? Do you ever? Here's all I can think of when I see the guys with the beards that happen to shave it just to show, and they always have something like, "Oh, I haven't seen my face in five years." Do they or do they not? Most of them, once their beard is gone, look like a person that knew they were a homosexual since they were in the second grade. They all do look a little soft. Yeah, because it's uh, because most of the people that grow beards. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being very careful here. I, I don't. I, mean, I, I, I yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not judging. I'm observing, and most of the people that grow long beards like that are chubby guys. So as soon as they shave that beard, all it is is a chubby face. And how many beards start as ways to cover up? I don't have a chin. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's very weird. And how many beards start with, I just, 
I want to look more manly. Yeah, I got to look more. And they, their posture changes too when they get a beard. Like if if they were the if they were the chubby dopey guy that just kind of wandered around like a guy looking for a lost puppy, they all of a sudden when they grow the beard, it's super extra posture, and yes, they have a slight shoulder to shoulder walk. <laughs> what if the whole thing at its impetus was? them masquerading it's not a mask it's a it's not a beard it's a mask yeah so now it's, you're the it's super their, it's their man mask yes now you're the superhero 24 7 there is no clark kent unless except for they're taking care of their man mask and again and i don't mean to be divisive at all in a very feminine manner for the most part right i have i have essential oils and i'm massaging them into my man mask. Am I yeah. doing this right? Do I appear manlier? Right. I, 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 I preened my man mask using several different products yep. for three hours to get it looking like this. Do I look rugged? Right. I look like I can take care of myself now, right? Mm -hmm. mm. And you've only, got, you've only really got two ways you can do the beard with that type of attitude, you're either, you're either in leather. So you want to have the, you want to give off. Wow, you talk, I thought we weren't talking about homoeroticism, but okay, let's go leather. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so you want to give off the, the, I'm going to have to blow my nose. I apologize. Yeah, go ahead. So you want to give off the facade that you're like maybe a biker or you're wearing plaid. So you want to give off the facade you're a lumberjack. So you're either, uh, you're either an outdoorsman or you're a biker that nobody better mess with as long as you have your beard. Because the minute you shave that beard, there's nobody that's afraid of you anymore. Whoa, what is that? All right. I can still, I can still hear you. Okay, sorry yeah. about that. No, Edit that out for me, will you? Yeah, yeah sure. That's the, that's the end of the car talk I was listening to earlier this morning. <laughs> doing dishes. <clears throat> I tried muting myself, and apparently I had more than one button. Anyway, well, I was blowing my nose. Did you hear me blow my nose? Uh, I heard a scuffle. I could have sworn this was a mute button. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Anyway, I apologize. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're working with uh, with your cans. So the beer, funny thing, the last time we recorded or we were live, one of my studio cans blew up on me. Right. So I had to go back to the store, and it looks like the same, but this is my fourth pair of the same kind. So in a way, it's my members only jacket. Right. Yeah. 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 To to to, to clarify. But yeah, the the so what man are you masquerading as? Yeah, see, it's either see. I feel like with the beard, it's either aside from the um, the hipster, which I, I don't know. I, I kind of I don't know block what out. Like. Yeah, I kind of block yeah. out. Right. But I think you're either going with the with the leather wearing bearded guy, or you're going with the plaid bearded guy, but not the not the hipster plaid. The I'm outdoors twenty three right, hours of right. the day. Twenty three hours the, of the day, the, I'm outdoors the uh, i renovate houses look yeah right and i help my buddies on the weekends because i have a pickup truck 
I, I was going to say, I'm the guy with the truck. Yeah. I'm the guy with the truck. And the other guy is the guy with the motorcycle. Right. Oh, this is very interesting. I, I would say at the end of the day, they quite are like the guy with the pinky ring and the guy with the mustache. They're kind of the same guys at the end of the day. They, they talk to each other at the cigar shop for sure. Oh, yeah. They're best buddies. Yeah. And they, they, both, have, they both have stories. Yeah. And they might even have some common lineage. Yeah. Like they might have went to high school together and they have like a, a, another friend, like an yeah. off-screen third friend that they both hang out with at times. He just doesn't smoke. So they're not, he's not there at the smoke shop with them. Right. Right. This is interesting. This he's interesting. Do, their friend is doing really well for himself. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's got a he's got a house up over. Um, I was I was. Gonna he's say, got a house okay. up over past the the old church building that was a school for a while, and now it's just abandoned. But he's got an old house up there. He's thinking about buying that old building, um, and he wants to change that into something. Anyway, he's got that old house, but so, then. Yes. But then he's got a lake house that I've been to a couple of times. And a boat. And a boat. Lake house. He's got he's got a speedboat and a pontoon boat. Pontoon's huge. This guy is in the Midwest. We are now in the Midwest. Yeah, it's basically a yacht. And for I mean, for all intents and purposes, is it not? Yeah. And it, you you touched on it, but he owns property. Yeah. He does. He does. And maybe even like those guys that know a guy, they actually, he's like maybe the one guy that they actually do know where like, if you need a place to rent, he might have a place for you. Oh yeah. He's got a place you can hang out. Uh, okay. He's definitely got a place you can hang out. The only thing, and, and in a way, this third off-screen friend, he's also a pinky must- pinky ring mustachioed man but it somehow displays differently and he's this off-screen guy is a real son of a bitch Phil because he kind of skews everything a little bit yeah by character analysis because he's in a different tax bracket there are some different things at play and one of those guys was going to go into business with him a little while ago, but they just decided it wasn't for them. Well, their wife wouldn't let them invest. Yeah, that too. It, di- it didn't make sense at the time. But man, if they did. If, if it had they, they would, have, they, would, they would at least have a lake house. Maybe not the boat yet because they got, they got kids. So the they they have the, the, the lake house. They call it a lake house. And they want everybody to assume it's actually on the lake. It's actually across the street from the lake. Right. And, and this guy, they, this they don't, they don't have a, they, they, they have like a little slip for a dock, but the dock isn't up. They right. haven't assembled the dock because they don't have a boat. Yeah. Like they could see their lake from their house. If you look out a certain window, you could yeah. see between the actual lakefront houses from their house. You could see the lake. Yeah. From down one room. Yeah. And this, this third party guy that's not there, um, going, going through his third divorce, but we just hung out with him and his new girlfriend. 
And his <laughs> the thing is, surely his new, his, his new quite young girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything, but she's like she's like 20 years younger than him. Yeah. And surely his third wife, she was actually at the birthday party last week. They get along real well still. Wow. Okay, so here's the wife situation. One of the two guys that we know very well has a wife that's friends with the off-screen guy's wife. They're very close friends. Yeah. The other guy's wife doesn't like the off-screen guy's wife. They don't get along. Mm-hmm. So the two guys, the pinky ring guy and the mustachioed guy that are actually the same guy have two wives. Uh, you know, they each have a wife. Yeah. This is weird. It's kind of like quantum mechanics, okay? Yeah, I got you. I'm with you so far. Their wives feel quite different about that third guy's wife. Mm-hmm. And there's a little friction going on there. Yeah. It's because she snubbed him one time. There's some, there's some beef. And she was there's at, some, she, 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 she was, it was, it was the potluck dinner and yeah. she bought something that was not sufficient for the yes. potluck dinner. Yeah. And she hasn't changed a bit since high school. She's the same cheerleader that she was in high school. Wow. And that's really wow. why that's really why your buddy split with her because he just couldn't he couldn't deal with her personality, but they still get along real well. Wow. Huh. I, I had no idea we were gonna go down this path. So this, this is why I love doing these. Yeah. This is wow. And and let's not forget, or, or let's not be distracted from the obvious fact we've accomplished nothing with this. Sure. Yeah. That'd be right. What a relief. Yeah. Because the worst thing to do is put out something that actually accomplishes anything. Yeah. Food for thought. Here at First and 15th, we don't aim to change the world. Oof. No. We don't even want to be in the world. Like, (laughs) mm. so I'm sick. This is a couple of days ago. I'm full on sick. And my 11-year-old, as I've said, not sick not because sick. I'm the fixer. Yep. Okay. I'm Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. But, but my 11-year-old still gets hungry. And he comes. <laughs> 11-year-old will do that. He goes over. I mean, I'm like, for real, didn't I just feed you? They, they don't have you a know? stomach. They don't have a stomach. Anyway. He says, Harvey. Mr. Keitel, I'm hungry. And Harvey Keitel says, oh, fuck, God. I'm a wreck. Um, Something simple, okay? Yeah. You know, Harvey Keitel, Harvey Keitel doesn't want to be assembling hot meals right now because... Harvey Keitel has a sinus thing at this point going on. And whenever Harvey Keitel walks into the kitchen, he feels like he's going to fall over. You know, so Harvey Keitel tells my kid something quick, you know, something easy. And my kid, I mean, Harvey Keitel's kid thinks for a second, then he says, peanut butter and jelly. Not a bad break. Except it is. 
don't know. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. As far as labor and return on investment, <laughs> it's abysmal. What? What? Why so? You get the bread out. Gotcha. Okay. You get the you get the jelly. If you're like Harvey Keitel, you like the grape jelly. You get the Concord grape jelly. You put it down. You get the peanut butter out of the pantry. Get it down. Now we're talking plates. You get the plate. Yeah. Not too bad still. But keep in mind all along, the outcome of this is a fucking PB&J. Sure. Right. Okay. Return on investment. Risk versus reward. Now, then you need a utensil. Right. Wrong. Well, here's the yeah. Here's the question. You need you, two. Yes, I don't do two. I, I I mix things up like an animal. You're savage. <laughs> I I. I'm going to try not to look at you differently. <laughs> I always, I always have to switch back and forth. I never know. Do I want a spoon? Do I want a knife? <laughs> and I just yes. play it. I just play it by ear. You spoon the jelly and you knife the peanut butter. Yeah. But, and I'm just walking through Harvey Keitel's manner of doing things. So you got the plate, you got the two slices of bread and then Harvey Keitel's kid calls us from the, from the, Freaking couch, toast the bread. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm with you. Toast the bread. First of all, let's talk mouthfeel. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich made, of course, with creamy peanut butter. Yep. Always. Does not love the crispness, the crispness of toasted bread. No. Or the warmth. It's it's a soft, warm. it's a soft, uncut sandwich. Mm -hmm. You do not cut the bread. You do not cut the bread once it's a sandwich, either diagonally or continental, or straight up and down or side to side or cafe style. You don't cut a PB and J. Okay. So Harvey Keitel is now using the toaster. Now you're seeing that. Now you're seeing the net. Now you're seeing the return just squander it's, away. It's evaporating. Yeah. It's evaporating. So Harvey Keitel is waiting there, leaning on the kitchen counter, not feeling very well. Hasn't even turned on the toaster yet. He's thinking all this through at this point. Jeez. And then, and then, so, so the toast pops, you put it on the plate and the plate, you have two, Two options for plate. You get the dinner plate or you yep. get the sandwich plate. Obvious, you get the sandwich plate. Yep. Except it doesn't fucking work because it hangs over when you open up the, the bread. You have each slice overhanging. Yeah. So smearing is a bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. Pain in a fucking ass, Phil. Yeah. Well, when you okay. toast it too, you have that. You have that gap now. No give. There's no give. And 
again, I use two different utensils. Try not to pass judgment on you. Try real hard. <laughs> I use two different utensils. So peanut butter first, jelly first. Doesn't really matter. I tend to gravitate toward peanut butter. So take the butter knife, put it on. Butter knife goes in the sink. Take the spoon, do the jelly thing. You scoop it like a spoon, but then you use the underneath of the spoon to spread it around. Goes in the sink. Then you cover it up. You close it up. It's a sandwich. Now it's toasted. You've got to cut a toasted sandwich. And now you're like, you, you, it's, 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 it's bad because you don't cut a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, duh, right. but you have to cut a sandwich that's on toasted bread. So there's a rule that's going to be broken here. Mm -hmm. I cut it. You know why? Because Harvey Keitel's kid says, and cut it. Right. Jesus Christ. I already put the yep. fucking <laughs> knife in the sink. It's time for knife number two. Oh, no. See, if the sink's not dirty, you can just rinse that off. And when you're sick, you get your whole family sick, and it's disgusting, Phil. <laughs> so you have all this. And, and let's not even mention, but sure, let's mention. You got to wash the dishes. You got the plate, you got the knife, you got the knife, you got the spoon. Yep. You also have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is nice, but completely and utterly not worth it. Yeah. And who gets all the return now on that? Nobody, because also... Harvey Keitel's 11-year-old is still freaking hungry after the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. Can I have a burrito? It fixes nothing. Yeah. Take it from me, the fixer. It fixes nothing. The fixer is saying a PB and, and jelly sandwich isn't, isn't the correct tactic <clears throat> to fix anything. No. No, burn it. What'd you do before I got here? I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Take it out and burn it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Try to get the peanut butter off. What kind of jelly did you use? Grape. Fucking stains. You should have yeah. called me quicker. Yeah. Why did you take me so long? I called you right away. You should have called me sooner. Yeah. This whole kitchen's got to go. Jesus. How new is that? How, how new is that refrigerator? How new is the refrigerator? <laughs> I might be able to sell that. So. so I'm going to guess you use, you do jelly first. I do peanut butter first. You do peanut butter first and you use one utensil? You're a fucking madman. Yeah. Because, well, listen, listen, here's my theory on it. Okay. <clears throat> you do the, you do the peanut butter first because then if you get a little peanut butter in the jelly, no problem. The jelly's going back in the refrigerator. You do the jelly first and you get a little bit of jelly in the peanut butter. There's a problem. You're a absolute disgusting madman <laughs> as i blow my nose on camera sorry but no okay so if you do oh 
God, Phil. Okay, I'm glad I brought this up. <laughs> if you do insist on using a singular utensil. Yeah. God. It's a knife. Yes. Because it cleans easier. Okay. It's a little tricky using the jelly with using it on a jelly, but if you're going to be married, if you're going to be married to this, I mean, we put a man on the moon. Supposedly, we could do this. Okay. You use well, well, hold on for just no, 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 no. I am not holding on. I am here for, to help. Full disclosure: We didn't put a man on the moon. We're right. I I don't want to mislead anyone. Yeah. First and fifteenth did not put a man on the moon. Thank you. Uh, but we're looking into Mars. Yes, we are. So. Take the you take the knife, and everybody knows what I mean by a knife. The knife that comes with the flatware set. Yes, you we're know, not talking uh, like a butcher. I'm not using a butcher no, knife. Come on. I'm not using like an assault knife, like yes. what they use to open cigar boxes. Yeah, a tactical knife. A tactical knife. Right, a tactical knife. Yes. An assault knife. I like that. I'm going to use. But what's an assault knife? It's a knife you assault with. Yeah. No, but um, it's not an inherent label. But anyway. Jelly first. You open up the bread. You know, yeah, I'm with lay you. the bread out. Jelly first. You apply it to one side. Yeah. You clean the knife on the other slice. You go. You wipe it both sides. Yeah. You can do that with peanut butter. And then no, you can't. <laughs> and then. You do the peanut butter. Okay. It, because the jelly comes off much more effectively. Than oh, I, I can get almost all that peanut butter off, of it, especially if I lick it once. Okay. What did you say? Say that again. I can get all the peanut butter off on the other piece. Of no, 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 no. You missed a word. You said almost. Yeah, I can get almost all the peanut butter yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you could get all the jelly off. Without licking it. I'm not even going to. I heard that, but I'm not going <laughs> to. And that's how you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yep. You're at, you're probably even like you're. <laughs> I can see you. You're holding the bread in your hand. It's not even on a plate anymore. And you're like cleaning the knife. Like the bread is a sponge at this point. Yeah, well, I got to like hold a on kitchen to it. sponge. Yeah. Right. Your your finished product must look horrible. Oh, it looks beautiful. You're an animal. An efficient animal. Thank you. God. Man. Oh, and let's talk crumbs. Oh, gosh, toasted. Up. Yeah, toasted crumbs. It's... Oh, God, an 11-year-old Harvey Keitel's 11-year-old with crumbs all over the freaking place that I have to clean up. Well, thing is, the crumbs... That Harvey Keitel has to clean up. Yeah, you're cleaning up the crumbs and the sandwich hasn't even been eaten. Those aren't even, eat, those aren't even eating crumbs. <coughs> those are crumbs from scraping across the toast. Don't toast, don't, don't toast peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and use two utensils. And you know what? Don't make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They're just never as good as they need to be. Yeah. I mean, could we agree or are you holding out like it? 
you're savage for and <sighs> God, you're you're savage, ham-fisted, retarded, <laughs> like this 30-second monstrosity. I mean, it might be worth it at the end in a weird way because you have much less invested. You know what they you know what they say to me every time without fail? Thanks, Dad. What's that? Thanks, Dad. Yeah. They they don't know what's going on in that kitchen. They don't care. <sighs> Plus, they're too sick to eat anyway because you've infected the entire household. Hey, actually, I'm always the last one sick. If I get sick, half the time it completely skips me. <coughs> more than I would because say, more than half the time because because you've assaulted your immune system over the course of your lifetime to the extent that you've actually, it's like you your immune system is like a bodybuilder like yeah. a bodybuilder he's torn all that muscle that's why it's so big yeah i sure god phil try it try for a year making a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with one utensil and see how your immune system does after that you know what's a hard thought a year of making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> Now, but the return, though, with the, I mean, we're not even talking orange juice here. We're just talking to to commit some commitment with one utensil. And you thought I was, you, you, you might think, or the people listening might think I was joking about rinsing it off once I've already set in the sink. No, that, that, that is a common practice here. See, my thing is once, once something, and I don't know, you're not talking about that, but like you also mentioned, like, is the sink clean? The sink's never clean. It's 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 relatively clean. I mean, it's cleaner than the floor, sure. Yeah, right. Some dish soap went in there. The dish soap killed everything that was in there. That's antibacterial. Yeah. I bleach, like, I, I have, like, a porcelain sink at the new place, and I love taking care of it because I got, like, the old school uh, Ajax. Oh, yeah. It. You yeah. know, the sprinkle stuff. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the powder. Oh. Uh, God, I love that stuff. That that's like the old school stuff that it just you know it's clean. It's yeah. not like it's not like this is good for the environment and it's enhanced with lavender essential oils. Right. That that shit's not cleaning anything. No, that stuff. The stuff you're using was designed to kill everything in its path. Exactly. It nukes. Yes. Doesn't pave. It nukes. Yeah. <sighs> I, I actually have bleach stains over most of my clothes. It really bothers me. Phil, do you need me to come out there and help get you started on this new regime, like a new, like better improved version of you? I could, I could like, who's, who's that person that comes out to people's houses and like removes their clutter? Oh yeah. What are those called? Like they, organizers, they, they a, but there's a, there's they a, did a they did a one. whole, like, they did a, like a whole show on that on HD. Yeah. Like at her. Yeah. Yeah. They come out I and try to that. That could be my show. I come out there and I like I clean people's houses. And here we are back to the fixer again. Wow, dude. We got something done. Wow. We did we did something here. I, I mean everything is something. At some point. I, I, I feel like you're gonna I feel like you're gonna have nightmares tonight about me making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 
I'm just worried about you and your family. I mean, we're friends. <laughs> Jesus. It, it just... I might be coming off as uptight. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm okay with you coming off normal, me coming off like an animal. I'm fine with that. My fear is in this crazy age we live in, people are going to think you're the normal one. People are going to be listening to this and going, oh, what the fuck is Cap talking about? Yeah, look at Phil. He's saving the planet using one utensil. That's genius. Yeah, or less hot water. Yeah. At the other end, as far as cleaning. Yeah. Cap sitting here. As far as Cap, Cap sitting here pulling out a new knife because he got a he got a fresh order to cut it now. <laughs> what does he want to see? Keitel. What is he? What I think he it was want? Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel, what does he want to see the world burn? I, mean, I, I just you're gonna I'm going to try. You have to process this. This this is going to go beyond the show. Yeah, I'm, I, this is this is going to this is definitely in my mind already beyond the show because <laughs> next time Harvey Keitel makes a, a peanut butter jelly sandwich in my kitchen, I'm going to tell him what you said. Yeah, that's all right. Tell him. You know, wow. and you know what? And and I, and, I, and I'll sh- and I'll share the feedback. Yeah, Harvey Keitel is going to tell you. He's going to tell you that's how you get someplace. It takes 20 minutes to usually get. That's how you get there in five minutes. That's right. The way Harvey Keitel drives one knife. That's how I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. So I am. I am the I am the you're the fixer. I'm the fixer. This whole time. What a crazy plot twist. Really is. Am I still Kaplowitz Media? I don't know. I lost track completely. Well, I introed it. Why don't you do the outro? I can take us out. Let's do it. First and 15th, back as a podcast, version 3.0 with Kapowitz Media and me, Animal Phil Carute. Phil Animal Carute. Phil Carute Animal. Kapowitz Media, kapowitz.xyz, comedy, cigars, music.com. Thank you for joining us. And I think we did accomplish something.